0: 5. But one can only get so far on thoughts of vengeance alone. The sharp pains in his stomach started up again about halfway through his slow, lonely walk to the Ashfall District. His stomach ached and churned and growled. The night seemed to turn darker around him, and the narrow, fog-softened city horizons tilted strangely, as though he were drunk. Locke staggered and clutched at his chest, sweating and mumbling. "'Damned gazer," said a voice from the darkness. "'Probably chasing dragons and rainbows and the lost treasure of Camor. Laughter followed this, and Locke stumbled on, anxious to avoid becoming a target for mischief. He'd never felt such weariness. It was as though his vigour had burned down to a pile of embers within him, fading and cooling and greying with every passing second. Ashfall, never hospitable— was a hellish conglomeration of shadow shapes to Locke's decreasing concentration. He was breathing heavily and sweating rivers. It felt as though someone was steadily packing more and more dry cotton in behind his eyeballs. His feet grew heavier and heavier. He urged them forward, one scraping step after another, on into the darkness and the jagged looming shadows of collapsed buildings. Unseen things skittered in the night— Unseen watchers murmured at his passing. "'What the gods, I must... "'Jean!' he mumbled as he tripped against a man-sized chunk of fallen masonry and sprawled in the dusty shadows behind it. The place smelled of limestone and cook-fires and urine. He lacked the strength to push himself back up. "'Jean!' he gasped one last time. Then he fell forward onto his face unconscious even before his head struck the ground.